This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. This is Fresh FM, your community access radio station. Broadcasting across the top of the south in Nelson, Tasman on 104.8, Eastern Golden Bay on 95.0, Blenheim on 88.9 and the Nelson CBD on 107.2 and streaming to the planet through our website freshfm.net. Welcome to our show, Heads Up, brought to you by the Brain Injury Association, Top of the South, with help from the Neurological Foundation, playing Thursday mornings following the BBC News at 9am. Special mention to our fantastic sponsors, the Nelson Clinic, and of course, Fresh FM for making this show happen. All right, guys, my name's Emma. I work at the Brain Injury Association, Top of the South. Um, I'm just here to have a wee chat about Heads Up, our show that we have here on Fresh FM. Um, it has historically been running for quite some time. However, uh, the format of the show is changing. So our fantastic Peter Berland, who is one of our long-standing members um, at the Brain Injury Association, will be hosting the show and sharing with you all uh, the Brain Injury Support Group whereabouts every month, how to contact us and what's coming up the following week. Pete has been involved in this show for many years and is super passionate about helping people and, and inform those living with brain injury. We're very excited to announce the Neurological Foundation will be collaborating with us on the show and providing some amazing content. We'll have interviews with renowned doctors and scientists and information and education. A little bit about the Neurological Foundation, if you're unaware, uh, is a New Zealand charity that funds vital research and ongoing education into neurological conditions, which includes diseases and disorders of the brain, spine and nerves. The Foundation's sole focus is to work towards the treatment, management and prevention of the neurological conditions by funding research and education. One in five New Zealanders suffers from a neurological condition. A little bit around the Brain Injury Association and what we do is we provide advocacy for people, support, information and education to the top of the south. We help people navigate the health system after having a brain injury, which can be really hard work. Uh, we also have a membership and support groups that we run weekly. These are a great way for people to keep socialising and just to have support. You do not have to have a brain injury to come to these support groups. You can also be a family member living alongside brain injury because you also need some support too. Both the Brain Injury Association and the Neurological Foundation are not-for-profits and need your ongoing support to continue help people in our community. Head to these websites if you wish to donate, braininjury.nz or neurological.org.nz. Good morning, it's Kelly Bain from the Neurological Foundation. This is our third guest segment with Brain Injury Awareness, Top of the South, and we want to thank them very much for giving us the space. I'm here today with one of our funded researchers. Do you like researcher or scientist? Oh. Both are fine. Both are fine. Yeah. This is Dr. Xiao Wen Yu. She is at the University of Otago. Now, she's a, got a senior research fellowship. 
tend to study ageing and Alzheimer's, don't you, as your main target. That's right. And what have we funded you on? It's lots of long words, everyone, which I'm (laughs) hoping we break down a wee bit. So um, in Alzheimer's disease, um, most people have so far done a lot of great work looking at the neurons of the brain. Um, and with good reason, because they're the ones who end up dying off in the disease. Um, but now we're learning, actually, they're not the only cells in the brain that are affected by the disease. Um, and there are these cells called astrocytes that hang out right nearby the neurons and actually help them do their jobs. So I tend to think of it as, um, if you think about a movie, the neurons are the stars of the show, right? They're the actors that we see and listen to. Mm-hmm. But if the actors didn't have directors, producers, caterers helping them do their jobs, they, we wouldn't have a movie to watch. And so similarly in the brain, um, the astrocytes are the support crew and they help the neurons do their jobs. Um, and in Alzheimer's disease, um, they don't, they're not able to do their jobs correctly. Um, so we're trying to understand exactly what's going wrong in these astrocytes and um, hopefully see if we can fix it. So we know, we just know they're not working. We don't know how we've got to the point that exactly. they're not working. That's right. How did you get to wanting to know about that? Where did you oh get gosh. to? Yeah, so um, I've had an interest in Alzheimer's disease for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, as a young teenager, um, my granddad actually had it. Right. Um, so there's a personal connection. Um, I understand what it feels like to be a loved one mm. who um, sees the process, which is often drawn out and long, yes. um, which is very tough, obviously. Um, it's obviously not a good time for the patient. It's not something that anyone wants to go through, but it's also equally tough on the loved ones. Um, and I was just surprised that we, how little we knew about the disease. Mm. Um, I think one of the reasons why we don't have a good treatment is because we don't understand the disease enough. Well, a lot of time I find when I'm talking to researchers and scientists, they find one thing out about the brain, yes. but then that leads to 17 other questions. Oh, absolutely. Every, you know, the best scientific projects open up sort of a Pandora's box of more questions. Absolutely. Yes. Which I suppose on the surface sounds disheartening, but actually you, you find out one more little step, don't oh, you? Oh, yes. It's... Um, it, it's. I think each at each point as we learn more, there's more hope and more promise, um, because it gives us more avenues to explore and figure out and try and find new ways to, in this case, tackle the disease. Yes. So I digressed. So where did you find that you thought this could be something to look for? Yeah. Um, well, as many of us might know, um, the clinical trials that have gone through for Alzheimer's disease have almost all failed um, and so the the approaches that we have been trying um, for whatever reason when you say we do you mean globally or in New Zealand globally both right yep, so they just have not how long have these tri- uh, going on three or more decades now really yes and so there's been a lot of effort a lot of good science don't get me wrong um, a lot of great science and a lot of money behind these efforts Um, working on what we do know so far okay um so it's not to say that you know don't get too disheartened when you hear you saying things have failed yeah yeah um but it just means that those approaches um or the timing or whatever just hasn't quite worked out so um to me 
looking at things from a different angle right. seem to make sense. Yes. Um, so it could very well be that, um, yes, the neurons are important, but maybe it's later on in the disease. And perhaps if we can, if astrocytes are involved earlier, maybe we can intervene earlier. Mm. Mm. We'll find out. Right. Yeah. And so there's a lot to do before you can actually start looking yes. at if it's the astrocyte. Yes, that's right. And have you got given yourself or have you given the project, or is it a project that starts with a start and a finish, or you think in three years' time I'm hoping to find out this bit? Yeah. Um, yes, it's definitely putting in small pieces of a big puzzle. Yes. Um, so we're starting by trying to understand... Um, we have we have what we think might be a potential drug right. or something that would be the beginnings of a drug. Yes. So we're testing that um, in normal um, animal models first. Right. And that's our sort of first step to understanding how it works on normal astrocytes. Mm -hmm. And then um, as a part of this neurological founded project, we'll be moving into um, animal, uh, pardon me, uh, human cells actually. Right. So they um, are skin cells that are donated by participants who either have Alzheimer's disease or are healthy and um, we're able to convert them into brain cells. How do you do that? Oh, it's, Conversion it skin like cells. It sounds like Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, it, it's amazing. Um, I, I Even I do, I still think so. Um, so we're actually able to convert them first to become stem cells. Right. So those are kind of like the cells that we all start off as. Yes. So they have the potential to become many different types of cells. And by putting them in the right environment, we can coax them to become brain cells, and in this case, astrocytes. So um, the plan would be then to test our drug on these human cells mm -hmm. and see if they might correct some of the issues in the Alzheimer's. Um, such a lot, such a lot of components yes. to even, before you can even start looking at the good stuff. That's true. Yes, we, um, we have to make sure that we understand sort of at a basic level of how things are working mm -hmm. and then see how things are changed in the disease and then see, can we fix it? Right. So if you win the lottery and it's not... It's not a failure. Oh, I don't like the word failure because I think even though you've said everything has failed, we've found out so many things yes. that we can apply to the community, yes. even if the particular project that you've been looking, that the, that the science community globally have looked for, it's still not a failure really, is it? Yes, it's, just, it, that's ten, it's a word we use, but I agree. It's, it's not, um, it sounds more sad than it really is. Yes, We yes. still learn from every step along the way when um so as i say we've won the lottery yes. we've found out what you want to find out mm. where to from there well um if our drug does have the promise that we think it does yes the next step is to make sure that it's in the right um formulation or the right shape so that it can actually get into our brain Okay. Um, so, uh, so when you say the right shape, sorry for interrupting, yeah, please. because I'm sure there's people out there that are just like me, <laughs> not as not as in, right into the science. You're talking about either should it be in a pill form or should it be a nasal spray or should it? 
yeah. bigger than in liquid, so, so you find yeah, so those out. Yeah, so that's what we tend to mean when we say formulation. So that's how the drug will be delivered. Yes. So it could be, like you said, a pill, an injection. Um, but also at a smaller level, mm. the drug itself needs to be, um, it needs to look right um, to the brain for right. it to be let into the brain. Right. So the brain tends to protect itself, which is wonderful. Yes. Um, but that does mean that we have to be clever to be able to get things into the brain, mm -hmm. such as our drugs. Um, so we would work with maybe pharmacologists and chemists um, to try to get our drug looking right in terms of from the perspective of the brain. Right, so it will welcome it. Exactly, Yes, that's right. Um, and one day we will talk to Shakila Rizwan, yes, Dr. Absolutely. Shakila Rizwan, who is in pharmacology and she is funded looking at how we can break that barrier yes. into the brain. But that is another segment. Um, so it's pretty pretty exciting stuff for you right now. Yeah, I think so. You're, you're right at the start though, aren't you? We are at the start, yes. Um, we're still at the point where we're trying to understand how things are working to make sure that we can then answer the question of does it fix things. Okay. Yeah. So you ha are a neuroscientist who has this particular interest. You've got a background in molecular biology, haven't you? That's yeah. where we all started. Yes, yeah. so my undergraduate studies um, were actually in biomedical science, um, which is, sounds very fancy, but it kind of is um, how do we make drugs, actually. Right. Um, and so I studied that at Victoria University of Wellington. Um, Wellington's my hometown. Yes. Yeah, so um, undergrad and honours there. Um, and I really enjoyed it because it's very important to understand how do we put something together that would look biological and work as a drug. Um, but I realised in that process that I'm actually more interested in finding out how the brain works and why it's breaking down or not working correctly. Um, and so I ended up um, going over to the US to do my PhD. Um, and that was, um, I was lucky enough to be supported by um, a Fulbright Fellowship. I, think, I was going to say, I think that you're being a bit humble here because you've... <laughs> You're a Fulbright scholar, aren't you? Yes, I'm part of the Fulbright Fano. <laughs> Which um, is an international educational exchange, isn't absolutely, it? Absolutely, yes. And I think that is actually um, supported by the US government and the New Zealand government. Correct. It's a partnership, and yes. I don't, don't know as much about it as I should, but I think that's the... Yeah, actual. so I think um, more people are probably familiar with the Rhodes Scholarship. Yes. That's also an exchange-based idea. And actually, um, Senator J. William Fulbright was a Rhodes Fellow, um, and that's where he got the idea from. So um, the Fulbright Scholarship is um, a bi-directional um, exchange program with the U.S., so to and from. And it's not just us, is it? There's no, a few countries over 100 countries oh, around fantastic. the world. fantastic. Yeah, so there's a really great network, um, both just within the New Zealand cohorts of mm -hmm. people who've come or, um, you know, come either way, um, but also around the world who, you know, maybe I was in the US with at the same time, or, yeah, it's amazing. And it's not just neurology, is it, or no, pharmacology? It's it is everything. All. Yeah. So even though we're at one end of the world, and we do very, very well in our science space. Absolutely. That's another platform that you've got such a great network. If you're thinking, oh, I think this drug, or all oh, this is working, yes. someone else is maybe doing it in Denmark or Absolutely. somewhere else. Yes. Are you finding that science for you 
you are able to answer some of those questions you may have from other people's research? Oh, absolutely. Um, all the, any, any work that any scientist does, including mine, builds off of what has come before us. Right. And it would be impossible without collaborations either locally or internationally. Um, science these days is just so international. Yes. Yeah. And which, so then I go back to your 30 years and we haven't found anything that's worked for Alzheimer's, but we have found things that have made life a bit better, Absolutely. haven't we? Yes. Is there anything that you can, um, that comes to mind that you can talk to? Yeah, so um, there are some drugs on the market that are available to help folks um, with the symptoms. Um, it helps uh, with their cognition a little bit. Um, but actually, you know, the research shows that the one thing that can really help is a little bit of physical exercise. Right. Just a 30-minute walk each day um, will do you wonders, okay. honestly. Yeah. So, we know, well, we know that your heart health and your brain health go hand in hand. Absolutely. So that is good food, yes. a bit of exercise yes. and social connectivity. All of that good stuff. Um, and this has got nothing to do with Xiao Wen's research, but I do know that she's a Scottish dancer from oh, a yes. long way back. Indeed. So that would be something oh, that will help. I would always plug Scottish country dancing because it's got everything, right? It's got the sociability. Yes. It's got the physical exercise aspect. And it's fun. And it's fun. <laughs> You've got to be quite coordinated, is that right? No. No, if you can march in time to some music, that's all you need. Good. Yeah. Um, so I know that they are the three pillars of what we talk about. Yeah. How do people find out a bit more, do you think? Is there any public service announcement you can find out? Or, or so people mm -hmm. can think that their partner or their grandfather or their grandmother, mm -hmm. or even because, I mean, it's happening younger and younger. Yes. Um, are there any little signs that people can look out for when it comes to Well, any? oftentimes short-term memory... Um, is the first thing that um, tends to get affected. Okay. Um, but then, of course, just in normal ageing, we, you know, we, have, we do have memory problems, and that's you know, a part of ageing too. And it, we're all busy as well. Exactly. So I think you know, yeah. that's hard, isn't it, I, to figure out, is something happening yes. to me or yes. to someone else, or are they just having a really busy week? Right. We have a lot on our plates. Mm. Um, I would say, yeah, if anyone's worried, sort of keeping, just trying to keep track of maybe uh, have there been little memory lapses and things like that. Um, that would probably be the first sign. Okay. Yeah. But anything to do with balance or Ooh. anything physical can you um, think of? In terms of Alzheimer's disease, the physical aspects don't tend to come in at the earliest parts of the disease. Oh. I would say that would be the later aspects, if yeah. at all. Um, yeah, so most commonly with more with short-term memory um, uh, would be one of the earliest signs. Right, okay. Yeah. So our time is about over. Are you able to, and this I haven't asked you this earlier, so I'm putting on the spot a bit right on here, in like a paragraph or a couple of sentences, just so everyone can remember what your research currently is and what you're hoping will come out of it, yep. and I know you can't give a time duration, but it, I'd like to give you a ball. I'd like you to give a ballpark if you can. Sure. Okay, I'll do my best. Thank so um, 
I'm working on Alzheimer's disease. Mm -hmm. Specifically, um, we're trying to understand how the astrocytes, the friends right next to the neurons, um, are changing in the disease and how they're no longer able to do their jobs in supporting the functions of the neurons. Um, and we're hoping that uh, one of our um, potential drugs will be able to correct those issues. Um, I think we should be able to get uh, at least some idea, uh, initial inklings, um, by the end of this two-year project. Okay. Um, I think it'll give us the clues of where to go next and what really to chase. Um, my hope would be that within maybe four or five years, we'd have a really good handle of how the astrocytes might be going wrong and which aspects need attacking or targeting. Yes. Um, and hopefully in parallel, we'd also be able to start really developing this, the shape and the formulation of our drug. Um, it might be a wee while away from a clinical trial at that point, but that would be sort of the ultimate goal is taking it really into, into the clinic and, and trying to offer it to patients to see if we right. get an effect. So there is hope. Oh, there is absolutely hope. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time. My Always pleasure. lovely to see you. Um, and thank you to everyone out there listening. If you have any questions about today or in general, please don't hesitate to email me. It's kelly.bain, K-E-L-L-I-E dot Bain, B-A-I-N, at neurological.org.nz or try having a look at our website. Wishing you all well. Until next time, take care. Many thanks again to our fantastic supporters at the Neurological Foundation for providing us with that interview and to our sponsors, the Nelson Clinic. Tune in to Heads Up, playing Thursday mornings following the BBC News at 9. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.